This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Instagram, and let's face it, all social media can create unrealistic standards for how we live our lives, how we look, and the kind of shape we're in. But adjusting to who you follow and being mindful of what's in your feed can actually go a long way toward improving your body image. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss this topic is Cena editor Shelby Brown. Welcome, Shelby. Thanks for having me. So you've got a very powerful commentary out today about how you changed your Instagram feed uh, in a way that actually made you more comfortable with your body. Uh, I know this is a topic that is top of mind for a lot of folks, especially right now with the the year being so new and a lot of folks having made their New Year's resolutions. Uh, I'm curious what what approach you took with that and and like what you did with your Instagram feed to change things around. Sure. Um, I well for a long time uh, my Instagram and probably all my other social media platforms as well. Um, there was a big lean towards fitness blogs, um, mm-hmm. fast ways to lose weight, recipes for like healthy things that I was never going to cook um, and things like that. Um, and while I was searching for those one day, I came across uh, a post from Dana Mercer um, and she, you know, kind of just, I was, I was just absolutely like enthralled by what she posted. Um, I knew about Photoshop and filters. Um, but I honestly didn't know about like posing for images and how much light and sitting the right way and like how much that played into what your, 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 your post came out to be. Um, and I guess I also didn't know how advanced and accessible the editing software had gotten. Um, and maybe that, maybe right. that makes me naive. Um, but seeing someone so un- unflinchingly pull back the curtain and say, that's not real. Uh, it was a revelation to me. Um, and I think right. after watching almost all of her videos, uh, Instagram started showing me more accounts like hers. Um, and that has similar themes, uh, or authenticity and, uh, about self-love and body positivity. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, criticize yourself too much about being naive. I think most folks who look at these photos, you know, even if on some level they might realize that they're maybe slightly less than perfectly realistic, um, I think uh, if folks just sort of, it just sort of invades, like I think the imagery when you're looking at this stuff, whether or not you consciously know it's it's fake or real, your body still, or your mind still absorbs those imageries, right? And so uh, I, I'm curious, like, in terms of this, like this change in your algorithm, was it just spurred by watching this one video, or did you sort of take an active approach in pruning out or changing your who you followed and changing the feed to you know, really materially impact what you see on a daily basis? I think that after um, I found at least a handful of blogs uh, that were more along the along the lines of uh, Dana Mercer's content. Um, my my brain kind of started to to rewrite some messages um, that I had had that I had had my most of my life 
Um, so I guess when, uh, you know, very thin bodies or very athletic bodies, um, those accounts would come across my feed or ones that were promoting, you know, quick, quick weight loss methods, um, ways to work out in your apartment that are fast and easy and burn lots of carbs or whatever. Um, I think those, those became, we're starting to become the exception to the rule in my feed. I was like, okay, so this, this doesn't fit with what I want, what I'm, what I've been seeing. And so it became easier for me to unfollow those blogs. And I, I, there's no ill will against any of those creators, um, at all. Um, but that, that those blogs weren't, weren't serving me or what I wanted to, to see happen in my life. And what's what's been the result of this change? Since you've tweaked the algorithm, your feed is different from what it has been. Like, what what are you seeing? As corny as it sounds, happiness has been the change. Um, it's it's really taught me a lot more about there. There is no good food. There is no bad food. Um, it's you know if you, if you do choose to develop healthier eating habits or exercising more. It shouldn't have to be a punishment. It shouldn't be viewed as a punishment. Um, and most importantly, I think it's it's taught me and is teaching me this is definitely a work in progress. Um, it doesn't have your your end goal with those new habits. It doesn't have to be to lose weight or you know fit into a different pair of jeans or have a six pack. It's, it's really about like listening to your body and and treating it with respect and taking care of it. Yeah, and then like to be clear, you're not necessarily saying. Like let's throw out all diets and let's let's head to McDonald's or anything like that. It's it's there's some sort of balance, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't. I mean, you definitely don't want to eat McDonald's every day. Um, <laughs> they made a whole video about that, right? Um, but I think I I would I think it's more about questioning why you're on that diet or yeah. um, you know truly getting to the the motivations and then examining those motivations. Um, do you want to incorporate more vegetables into your diet or are you like masking you're only going to eat salads because you want to fit into a smaller pair of jeans? And like that isn't healthy. That's restrictive eating and it's ultimately unsustainable because you're going to see like, then you're going to view McDonald's as like, Oh, this is my, my cheat day. Oh, I I deserve this because I ate salads all week. And then it you're it's gonna fall apart. Uh and and you know, this a lot of this is around your Instagram feed, but like the this idea, at least personally speaking, you sort of spoke about this in your story, like it, the the idea of this, you know, ideal body type, um, that didn't just come from Instagram, right? That's been around for a long time, right? Yeah. Um it's 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 it has. Um, you know, if you look up I, the ideal body throughout the decades, just if you just Google that, like you'll see, you know, how the waist goes in, you know, the hips get bigger or like no curves at all. And like, it's just what's popular in that, that span of time and it changes right. and things go in and out of style. And, you know, these are expectations that have been impressed upon people for, for generations and that gets passed down to, um, I have a lot of women in my family. They're, you know, wonderful, beautiful, strong, amazing people. Um, but they grew up hearing the same messages that I did to some degree. 
Um, and then those messages were passed on to me and my sister. And I think that social media has fueled the fire in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's also created a, or it's, it, people have, have used social media to create spaces to counteract the generational expectations. Yeah, it's, it's funny. We were just talking about it before the podcast, how like the parallels between, you know, your family. My my mom was extremely blunt about me uh, looking fat every time I came back home from New York. So um, uh, it feels like a lot of these um, expectations are almost like cross-cultural, right? That's so it, it, it's, it's kind of fascinating to see how it, it spans uh, different folks. Uh, I'm curious because... We are just past the New Year's. I know I made a New Year's resolution to, well, well, not necessarily lose weight, eat healthier, and actually get out and move because the last two years I've basically been a rock and stayed in one spot. I'm curious what your what your New Year's resolution is, especially in the context of like this sort of revelation you had with this new Instagram feed. Yeah, and I don't I don't want anybody to think that I'm criticizing if if that was your your new year's resolution like that's that's great i hope i wish you all the best of luck um but again just like to examine the reasons why you're doing it um for me um instead of making the resolution to lose weight um i I actually wanted to read more books um so kind of a, a, a totally different genre of of uh goal. Um, and mostly kind of along the lines of what you said, you know, just the last couple of years have been really tough. So, um, enjoy more things, um, under the shadow of the pandemic, you know, like it's with, with new variants cropping up and cases going up and down, you know, it's hard to be able to just relax and, and be in a moment. So I think that's, that's one of my goals this year. All right. That's that's a good suggestion. The last two years have been tough for folks. Lots of head fakes, like you said, lots of ups and downs. Um, that takes a toll on people. I'm, I'm curious, uh, just lastly, what recommendations you might have for our listeners who who might be trapped in a summer cycle, who who look at their Instagram feeds and just see nothing but, you know, unnatural poses and, and, and you know, heightened, uh, heightened forms of beauty throughout their feeds. Therapy has, has helped me a lot. Um, and I know that's not unfortunately an accessible solution to a lot of people. Um, but if it is, um, that's, that's helped me a lot. Um, you know, kind of viewing social media as something that can work for you, um, instead of trying to make yourself fit in the parameters of what your social media might look like right now. Um, and, and just to kind of, for me, um, it's been about re reshaping how I view my body as like a vessel, essentially. Um, I had back surgery, uh, over, over the pandemic, uh, last summer and before that, like really bad back problems. Um, so there were days when I couldn't walk, there were days when I couldn't sit up. Um, and now, uh, you know, being on the other side of that, it's like, I don't want to go back to, you know, restricting myself and, and punishing my body because my body did a lot for me in those, those few months and over that time period. So I think if you're, if you're stuck in that cycle of, of dieting and falling off of things and feeling bad, like 
really try to, to celebrate what your body does and recognize what your body does for you every day, you know, carrying you around thinking, you know, surviving a pandemic, like you're, you're getting through a massive event right now. Like we all deserve a little bit of grace. Well, that, that is uh, some excellent advice, uh, hopefully for folks who are probably a little too hard on themselves. Uh, Shelby, thank you for your time and for sharing this side of your story to the readers. You can check out her commentary on cnet.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>